No matter where your shipments come from, they'll be collected in a single actionable page. Quickly select any number of shipments and post them directly to Loadboards instantly. Then your reps can easily manage all of their quotes from a single screen. But for carriers that won't allow real-time tracking, Ty has a simple feature that allows your reps to mass text drivers all in one click. Ty sends an email directly to your clients providing them with the recent tracking update. Easy, right? And welcome to Put That Coffee Down, the freight sales show for closers. My name's Kevin Hill here at Freight Waves, and I am your host as usual on this 30 minutes of Round the World in Sales. We're going to be joined in just a few minutes by the CEO of Thai Software, Walter Mitchell, better known as Mitch. And we're going to talk about technology and you know how you can use technology to up your game in sales. Not only that, but how to, to get a, a bigger piece of the pie from all of your shipper customers through automation and, and through just working smarter and not harder. And that is always uh, something that we all struggle with, working smarter and, and not harder. You need to automate what you can and focus on those revenue-producing activities. And that's where the, the real money is, is made. And let's talk about freight brokerages a little bit. But first, let's talk about F3 coming up a week from today. We're going to kick it off November 1st, a week from today. Tickets are still on sale, still room here in Chattanooga. So come see us. You can see the highlights right there, downtown Chattanooga. Uh, We're going to have bands. We're going to have bands at night. We're going to have content during the day. It's going to be exciting. Uh, They're the first of its kind for the freight industry here in Chattanooga a week from today. So go to live.freightwaves.com and buy your tickets uh, right now. Pat Green. I haven't seen Pat Green in a long time, but love is music wave over wave. Um, so yeah, week from today, November 1st through 3rd, Freight Tech 100 will be announced on stage. On stage November 3rd, I think in the late morning. So come join us. Uh, we're going to announce those top 25. We already have the top 100 out. Uh, where you can find that on FreightWaves.com. So I have a couple interesting charts before we get Mitch on the show here. Um, And they're the ones that I kind of came across, Carrier Details, um, my friends over there, uh, supplied me with this. And this is what you find that FMCSA, property brokers or freight brokers, uh, over the last 10 years. So what you've seen, sorry, over the last 20 years is the full chart. So since 2001, we've seen uh, freight brokers go up roughly uh, just under 14 or just under 15,000 to 28,000. So a, a doubling, which is about 2.3% uh, compound annual growth rate. Over the last five years, though, we've seen a 62% increase in the number of MC numbers for freight brokerages, right? And that's about a 9 or 10%. Uh, compounded annual growth rate, and it kind of tracks in line with the what the three PL industry does on a gross revenue basis, about a nine or ten percent clip uh, of growth uh, each day. So, I have that writing some research around it. So you'll you'll see more of this graph in in the coming weeks. Uh, but it's it's really 
really interesting because at this clip right now, if we talk about the last five years, uh, we project that out for the next seven years because the rule of 72, right? If you have a 10% annual growth rate, uh, 10 goes in 72, roughly seven times, a little bit more. I can't do, uh, I can't carry my numbers that well on live TV, but it, seven years, right? Seven years, it will double. Can we throw that graph up just one more one more time, Tanner? And um, you see that big fall off in 2013. We lost about 36% of all MC numbers, roughly about 8,000. That coincides specifically with the surety bond going from 10,000 to 75,000. So about a, you know, a little bit over a third of freight brokers just couldn't afford that, that hike and, and probably were dormant. If we talk about, if we really talk about what freight brokerages are out there doing more than maybe a million gross or more than uh, a part-time job, um, someone who has their authority, uh, you, you probably cancel out quite a few of those 28,000. And that's some some of the research that we're doing here at, at the research group here at Freight Wave. So you see more of that coming out uh, in the, the fourth quarter and certainly in 2023 as we investigate this issue more uh, closely. Um, but with that, um, let's go really quickly to Landstar's BCO charts. They came out with their earnings, or the Q3 2022 earnings. And these are the in Landstar. Um, BCOs or, or owner-operators are leased on. So if we can throw up that chart right here, um, and what you can see, we'll have this out in Daily Watch tomorrow, what, what you can see is it correlates very nicely with what's happening in the freight markets. When the freight market is soft like it is right now, you see um, independent owner-operators or owner operators from Landstar leave and become company drivers. So you have a negative growth when times are good. Drivers jump out, they lease on with Landstar and and hit that spot market. And you see 2020, I'm sorry, 2020 and 2021, uh, a huge spike. But we're seeing a historic drop right now. Very indicative of, of what we're seeing in in the, the full truckload market, drive-in, uh, reefer, uh, flatbed even as, as well. So two very interesting charts that, that you find uh, in Freight Royce Research. But with all that said, let's welcome our guests on to the show. It's Walter Mitchell, better known as Mitch. They're the CEO of Thai uh, Software. How are you doing today, Mitch? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show today. Really appreciate it. Perfect. Yeah, it's great having you on. Uh, one of the things I was talking about the freight broker chart, we were talking about it on Research Corner this earlier this morning on Freight Waves Now. And one of the, the, the key metrics of those, especially that last five years, and we can say last 10 years, uh, if you're a freight broker getting in the industry, say, 10 years ago, you didn't have any tools. You know, you, you maybe had the load boards that you subscribe to. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted a TMS, you, there was no cloud, cloud cloud solutions. You had to, to buy. It was a huge initial investment. So there's a lot of barriers to entry. Uh, but over the last 10 years, especially over the last five years, uh, technology has exploded. Freight tech has exploded. And... Um, and now, if you wanted to go out and get your authority, it's you can do that, right? And you can get all the tools yeah. you need through a TMS like Ty um, to, to integrate a lot of different data points and, and software, you know, Sonar being one of those. And uh, it's a game changer, right? Absolutely. it's uh, And it's great to see, you know, in the chart you're showing how healthy the, the brokerage market is. Uh, it's really great to see that health uh, and to see the the brokerage industry continuing to grow and continuing to to 
to be a healthy part of the logistics space. You know, um, as uh, obviously the the brokerage segment all uh, knows, there's a tremendous amount of value that brokers bring to the logistics space, um, especially in their ability to really be sales organizations and really provide additional value to shippers and make sure that the shippers understand the logistics uh, required to operate their business and and there's a lot of a lot of value that can be brought through there. So um, it is really great to see how healthy the markets the market is and how brokers are growing. Um, and then, uh, like you kind of mentioned before, when that surety bond changed, you have a lot of brokers that are smaller, uh, and being able to provide tools for those those brokers, uh, especially the the mid-sized brokers, you know, I think it's a really important aspect of of the business. Right? We can help make mm-hmm. sure that as a medium-sized company, you can compete with some of the really big brokers out there, right? And and that's uh, that's really what Ty's about, is trying to make sure that those tools are available for everybody. And that's one of the exciting exciting things uh, about the industry, right? Is is you can get to what, what it costs, uh, you know, let's say time spent decades sometimes with legacy systems and right. millions of dollars, you can buy off the shelf. You can get that off the shelf in a in a lot of times a monthly recurring uh, fashion, right? You, you don't have to lay out ten thousand, yeah, exactly. twenty thousand dollars. It's you, you pay monthly. You go on and you have something that is uh, a lot of times better than legacy systems because you don't have all the legacy um, distractions yeah. and impediments uh, of rebuilding and and patching things together, right? That's right. Yeah, right off the shelf, you know, and it gives you that opportunity to compete quick. And that's a key element, mm-hmm. right? We want to be able to compete quick and be able to compete effectively um, in a short time frame. So that's what we're we're definitely out to do is to make sure that right off the shelf you have something that can compete and put you in a level where your technology is a tool you can use to help sell sell and to help grow, uh, rather than being something that's that's necessarily like a labor process. And you know, mm-hmm. we want to remove that. We want to make sure that your uh, your TMS and the technology is there for you as a as a tool to grow your business, help you sell, help you close more deals. Yeah, and you know, it's all about closing deals. And part of closing deals, and, and we mentioned it, uh, earlier, is you know with the growth and the healthy growth of freight brokerages. I mean, what I've always found is you know shippers know their business really well. They know their lanes really well. Carriers know their their network and where their trucks need to operate really well. And what freight brokers just do, they they have to know the entire market really well, right? That they That's have right. to, to really educate both about what's happening outside of their their, their their bubble or their their expertise and how that's going to affect them. And that is bringing in a, a lot of data sources and being able to, to automate those and have those easily accessible to uh, to, to digest and then to, uh, to to educate their their customers and their carriers. And that's part of technology like Thai and, and, and what you bring to the table, right? Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. You know, the brokers add that value in being able to, to know the, the broke, the care space, they know their shipper and they're able to kind of tie those two things together. And so what we do with Thai is try to make sure that we're bringing all the tools together that, that the broker needs so that as a broker, you know what your carriers can do, that you're able to procure the carriers that are the most appropriate for your shipper. We want to make sure that you have that kind of visibility. 
And, you know, as we kind of see in the in the brokerage space, you've got a group of, of brokers who've been doing this for forever, right? They've been mm-hmm. 20 years and these guys have so much knowledge and so much information. Uh, but the problem is, as as these guys go and build a business and then start adding more freight uh, and growing, then they need to bring more people onto the team. And when you bring more people onto your team, it can sometimes be a real challenge to make sure that the rest of your team can operate at the same level as these experts. And that's part of what Ty's trying to do is to help share that information and make sure that your experts and your new guys are working at the at a little more even of a playing field. You know, there's still no um, there's no alternative to great um, to great experience and all that experience, but being able to share it and collaborate, that's where you can really bring a lot of value. Um, and so that's you know that's part of what we're trying to do, and especially when you get to the sales process of of uh, using your TMS to help facilitate the sales. When we bring when a new shipment or a new booking comes in. Being able to take that booking uh, and show anyone on your team the kind of pricing that they might need to be at, uh, give them the accessibility to all the load boards, give them the accessibility to some tools, some great tools like Sonar, so that they know what's this lane looking like today, uh, what's the competition look like around here, what kind of carriers are going to be best, what have we used before, who do we like to use in these lanes. Uh, these are all things that provide a lot of value when you're trying to sell a specific or get some uh, specific shipment covered. Yeah, you know, and what you're talking about right now is scale. You know, so the art of scaling, and you're not going right. to scale un- unless you share that that expertise with with new new employees coming into your business to to, to kind of replicate that success. You need the tools. And the technology, yep. and you need to also share that technology with you, with your customers and your carriers, right? And that's part of the benefit of of yep. making technology really a, a primary part of your sales pitch to to both your partners, right? Your customer partners and your carrier partners, yeah. and and having a great technology platform um, to to reduce friction. Exactly, reduce friction is kind of one of the themes that I love to talk about with this. So. Uh, thanks for bringing it up. Um, but, you know, when <laughs> well, we talk, talk about, about like the sales process, yeah, let, let reduce frictions, one of my favorite topics. And we can use automation for that, right? And so when we think about our sales process in our TMS, uh, it would be wrong for us to think that those two things should be separate, right? To think that we have a CRM for sales and we have a TMS for operations. I think we need to to think about it differently and bring those two things together. Uh, so that we can reduce friction both for our reps and for our customers. And so a couple things that that really come to mind on this for me and that I think are really valuable are some steps that a salesperson can take to automate asking for more business. You know, and that's that's a really common thing, right? Like we got to ask for the business. So for example, mm-hmm. uh, a couple steps, bringing quotes into your TMS. That's an, an area where we can reduce friction and make sure that we bring the new bookings into the TMS and that we can quote fast, quickly, and easily. That reduces frictions for your reps and gets a response out to your customers faster. The faster we can get a response to the customer, the more opportunity we have to win that freight. Then we can take it the next step uh, once we get past the quoting page and or quoting step and accepting the quote. 
you know, this is somewhere where your TMS should be helping you. And for example, when we send out an email to a customer and that email has the quote information on there, well, it doesn't do us any good if we don't ask for the business. So making sure that on that email, we're, we're putting a question in there like, respond if you're ready to move this, if this is okay, um, you know, or click here to accept this quote, click here to schedule the pickup or, you know, questions like what time mm -hmm. can I schedule this pickup for you? Right. Some of these really proactive questions to make sure that it's not just a fire and forget quote that we're sending out that quote and the TMS is helping us close the business from there. Right. And make and, and sure call that to we action. win that business, we'll get that pickup. A call to yeah, action. I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's called action. And if you read uh, research on sales, right? And, and number one, it's a ratio game, right? The, the more times you pick up the phone, the better you're going to yeah. do. The more time you quote, the better you're going to do. And following with that, the more time you ask, you explicitly ask for the business, the better you're going to do. If you read the, sales, the research on sales, though, you find that, I, and I can't, I don't know the exact number, but it's far lower than 50% of salespeople actually ask for the business every single time. So if you can automate that, especially if you're a sales yeah. uh, sales manager, VP of sales, an owner of a freight brokerage, if you can automate that, you are, you're just going to win more business instead of entrusting that your sales floor is going to consistently always ask for the business because we know in the research that just does not happen. Yeah, and it's a repetitive task. So this is mm -hmm. something that's supposed to happen every single shipment. So let's just build it into the process so that your salespeople don't have to actively ask for the business. Let's just make sure that the process has that question built right into it. And let's make sure that call to action is one that's going to trigger a response, right? Mm -hmm. um, in that asking a more driven question like, when can I schedule the pickup? Or are you ready to schedule a pickup? right? Instead of maybe um, respond if, if you want to. So being more yes. proactive on it and just build it right into the process. Yeah, be more assumptive about it. And one of the great things about it is that you can do really uh, specific A-B testing on which works the best and which works best for customer A might not work the best for customer B. But you, you can really segment yeah. that out and, and get into, again, the ratio game of sales, get into higher ratios. And it, it doesn't take a lot. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't have to double the percentage of yeses. You, oftentimes, just moving the needle just a little bit has a, a great outsized effect, right? That's right. Tremendous impact in, in some of these small steps that we can take. You know, another um, step that I like to talk about for reducing friction and bringing sales into the process is after the shipment has been picked up. You know, it's really easy for us to, uh, well, through the process, we're usually communicating back out to our customers. Our operations team uh, is going out and giving updates for shipments, calling carriers, right? They're, they're going through this process. But in all of those outgoing emails, we should be putting things in there that help automate the sales process as well. Like, for example, every email that we send out, we should ask, do you have any other freight that I can help you with? Is there any other shipments that I can move for you today? Right. These are questions that we can build into the rest of our pipeline. And we can even do some really neat things with automation. Like, for example, uh, a day and a half or two days after a shipment gets picked up, we can set up an automation path to automatically send an email to the, that customer that looks very personal that details specifically what the last shipment was and, and then asks them, 
hey, do you have any more freight? Now that we've got this one on the road, what else do you have that I can help you with? Is there another quote I can give you today? And we can just build these in so your salespeople aren't having to think about the follow-up. It's just happening automatically with the use of your TMS and automation tools. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, owners and entrepreneurs and and sales managers and sales directors uh, really like what you're saying right there because I, you know, if you've been around the brokerage floors, I mean, that's something that you know uh, you hear constantly, right? You have to follow up. You have to ask for more business. You have to ask for for more for more business. And uh, the reason why it's always said is because salespeople just don't do it. They don't do it every single time, very automated. Uh, and to be able to, to automate that, that process means that 100% of the time, you are asking for more business is what you really want. And, there, and it eliminates all the time and, and resources devoted in trying to get your salespeople to actually accomplish that. Exactly. And, and then it helps just reduce friction amongst your team too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, how many sales managers get frustrated with their team because they feel like they're asking the same question over and over again, you know, and, and they are, and uh, we can solve that. Yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> and that's okay. Right. I mean, we're, we're constantly yeah. trying to build and develop and grow. Um, and that's great. But instead of having that discussion every week, let's just build it into the process, you know, as a sales manager or the owner of the business or whatever, whatever your role is, let's take our sales process and build in these steps and make it so that when we are um, trying to ask for more business, when we are saying thank you to our customers, that that's happening without extra work from our sales team. Let's just make it fluid. You know, build it into the process first, less discussions every day. That's kind I, of the I goal, bet, right? Yeah, and I bet whenever you talk this concept to, uh, to certainly the, the owners and, and you know, C-level, VP-level, uh, freight brokers say that, that they have to like the automation part of asking for more business because that is something that, uh, you know, for years, I mean, that's in every industry too. That's, that's one of that's the, right. the, the, the daily conversations that take place, you know, and, and everyone gets frustrated by it. Um, Mitch, so uh, are we going to see you out at F3 next week here in Chattanooga? Absolutely. I know we're, we're uh, see looking Ty. forward to being there. Yep, yep, I'll yeah. be there as well. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great event. I'm really glad you guys are putting it on and we're excited to be there. No, we're excited to, to have Ty and in the entire industry come to, the, to Chattanooga. What's one of the one of the items on the agenda that, that you're looking forward to besides your demo? Um, is it, is it other demos? Is it a session or activity planned or anything or just being able to see everybody yeah. in, in person? You know, I, I think uh, it's a little cliche, but being able to see people in person is probably the number one thing for me. Uh, you know, we work pretty closely with a lot of our partners, including you guys um, that are technology partners that help us provide uh, such a great TMS. Uh, and we can't do that without great partners like you guys. And so, um, and a few others in the industry that, that really provide a tremendous amount of additional value to the TMS. So that's one of my favorite parts is getting to, to talk to our partners um, directly and, and just, uh, you know, breaking bread, having a um, little extra mm-hmm. time face-to-face is always a good thing. So that's the part it that is I always look good. forward to the most, for sure. Yeah, it's always a good thing. It sure and is. yeah, you know, and, and you get to, to talk with your customers, your, your prospects, you know, people in the industry, 
And, um, and really, but before we go, you know, it's really about getting to that 100% of, of a shipper's volume, right? It's expanding that net of your That's current right. book of business. You know, we, we always always have to generate new new customers coming through the door. But, yep. you know, automation, technology, uh, it really helps you expand your footprint within your existing business, which is a much easier thing to do, right? Absolutely. And such an important part of the business for a freight broker, you know, because we are transactional. And uh, as mm-hmm. a transactional business, got to keep asking, you know, ask for the business, keep get asking. those calls to actions out there. That's right. That's right. Got to keep asking. It's something that yeah. at 8 a.m. local time on every freight broker's floor, you're going to hear somebody say, you got to ask for the business. You got to, you got to, you know, if you're moving a load, ask them for more freight. So it's, it's beautiful. I think a lot of people would like exactly. to automate that and, uh, and get rid of that conversation. So I'm Mitch. I'll see you in Chattanooga next week. Take care. And thanks for coming on the show today. Looking forward to it. Hey, thank you for having yeah. me. Really appreciate you. You bet. Thank you, Mitch. And with that, uh, next week, F3. And this wraps it for this episode of Put That Coffee Down. We'll be live here in Chattanooga at the event next week. I got friends only one